0: I'm Daniel Levine, and this is RareCast. For rare disease patients and their families... Genome and exome sequencing may identify mutations that may be drivers of a condition, but nothing more. As families search for a name to put to a disease and look for treatments, finding others with the same condition and researchers working to understand and treat it becomes a critical part of the search for answers. Now, researchers at the University of Washington have created MyGene2, a web portal for people with rare genetic mutations to connect with others with the same conditions and researchers interested in their particular mutation. We spoke to Michael Bamshad, Professor in Chief of the Division of Genetic Medicine in the Department of Pediatrics at the University of Washington and Seattle Children's Hospital, and Jessica Chung, one of the leads on the My2Gene project at the Center for Mendelian Genomics at the University of Washington, about the portal, how it works, and what, they are hoping to accomplish. Michael, Jessica, thanks for joining us.
1: Hi, Daniel. Glad to be here. Yeah.
0: We're going to talk about MyGene2, the online platform you've developed, but perhaps we can begin with a problem many families with a rare genetic condition face today. Our ability to perform genome and exome sequencing is ahead of our ability to understand the results How unusual is it that a family will learn of the mutation through such testing, but not get a diagnosis?
1: Um, Well, I think you have to take a step back. So when you're using exome sequencing in a diagnostic or clinical setting, um, laboratories can only report out what they can interpret. So they can only interpret variants that are found in genes that are known to underlie a a disease. So it's frequently the case that Laboratories will report a, a variant of unknown significance, and that means that they've identified a, a change in the, in the genome that they suspect um, might underlie a disease, but they can't confirm it.
0: What happens when a family has genetic testing done and a, a mutation is identified, but its meaning is unknown? How, how does a family move forward from there?
1: Well, that's an outstanding question. I mean, I think it's, it, it's immensely challenging to move forward, um, not only families, for re- but for researchers as well. So, in, in fact, researchers or families are often in a similar situation in which there is a, a variant in a gene, but whether that gene underlies the cause of a, of, a, of, a, of a child's problems or whether that variant in a gene underlies a condition that a researcher is working on, is often unclear. And in fact, that's one of the reasons that motivated us to develop MyGene2, because one of the pieces of information that that can be used to determine whether changes in that gene or that that specific change itself underlies a condition is by trying to identify other families with um, the same variant or variant in the same gene.
0: What exactly is MyGene2?
1: MyGene2 is 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 a free public searchable site developed for families with rare genetic conditions so that they can share their health information and their genetic data. So if you think about the family who's in the situation that you just described where they've undergone clinical testing, um, a candidate gene might have been been identified but the clinician can't interpret for them whether that specific variant or or that gene underlies their condition. Um, Families have now taken upon themselves to go out and look for ways in which find another family with 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 the same candidate gene. Um, And they've done that through a number of different ways, creating Facebook profiles, creating their own blogs. But there's no single place where all of that information can be entered by a family in a a way that's really easy, that's public, and that's easily searched. And so MyGene2 now provides families with a form where they can just do just that. So
0: are families the intended user, or are there other intended users as well?
2: Um, I think we intend MyGene2 to be used. Um, well, for, certainly we've made it so that it should be as easy as possible for families to use, um, but we actually hope that researchers and clinicians would also be able to use the site. Um, so, for example, if you're a researcher and you've, you've been studying, let's say, some data from the family and you identify you know, a candidate gene, um, you might go to MyGene2 and look to see if family in MyGene2 has also had that same candidate gene identified maybe through clinical sequencing. Um, And then you might want to use the site, for example, to contact that family.
0: So walk me through it, if you will, from a, let's start with the family user. How how would a family make use of the website? What do they have to do?
2: Uh, So they can, it's, uh, we tried to actually make it almost somewhat like creating a Facebook profile. So you create your account on MyGene2, um, and then there's just a profile page where you can put in like a little bit in the about section you can enter some keywords and you can write your story so it could be anything you really want to write about um, but for example some uh, you know the health problems that you may have had or just the whole entire diagnostic odyssey that the family has experienced. Um, and then what we're doing is we're actually we have um, some software in the background that automatically turns that into structured data that uh, researchers could then mine you know, in an, an automated way to, for example, identify um, specific key symptoms.
0: And how would a clinician use it? Do, do clinicians set up profiles as well, or do they just use it as a searchable database?
2: Uh, they can do both. So they can use it as a searchable database. They can also uh, create a, a de-identified, so it's sort of an anonymous type profile on behalf of a patient if that you know family, for example, didn't. Wasn't able to use my gene two for some reason. Um, and so then they could also uh, search and contact people through that.
0: And do researchers that are doing work on a specific gene, are they able to also post information about the, the work they're doing?
2: Uh, yeah. yeah, they can enter in also as well. Uh,
1: well, they can create a profile, profile
2: for de identified uh, de-identified sort of information about patients that they've analyzed.
0: Ultimately, the idea is to connect families with like mutations and families with researchers doing work on that together. Mm-hmm. What, what do people have to do to actually connect?
2: Um, so it's actually pretty simple. If you have a profile in MyGene2 and then you find a, a profile of some other uh, family, let's say, in MyGene2 that you would like to contact them, there's just a little contact tab and you just click on that tab and then you send them a message and it'll go to their email.
1: Behind the scenes. Let's take a step back. It's actually easier than what even just Jessica described because it's also such that if two families enter the same candidate gene, um, they will get an automated message that there are now two people that have entered the same candidate gene. So they, a family doesn't necessarily have to do a search or look at the site every day in order to identify to know whether somebody else has entered the same candidate gene. They'll be notified if somebody enters the same candidate gene automatically if they choose to be.
0: Jeff, how did the how did the project come about? What was the origin of all this?
1: Um, so, I mean, so our mandate um, as part of the Center for Mendelian Genomics is to facilitate discovery of genes underlying Mendelian conditions, or genes in which, uh, uh, like cystic fibrosis and sickle cell disease, that are caused, um, so to speak, by mutations in a single gene. Um, you know, we, we reckon, so we recognize that there are, you know, in, in our own work, um, families have often come to us, um, and asked whether we know of another family with the same condition or whether we're, we're working with a family or on a project, uh, that involves, uh, a condition that is similar to theirs. And recently a family came to us saying that, um, they, through clinical sequencing, of, uh, two candidate genes have been identified, and they created a Facebook page and a blog advertising for other families in which the same candidate gene had been identified and were able to do so. And in fact, they ultimately found a total of three families, um, although they couldn't get information on one of those families because it was in the hands of a researcher. And they asked us to help them. Kind of put these cases together and determine whether this represented a, a new and a novel syndrome and and whether the gene one of the two candidate genes that have been identified was likely to be causal and through that process um, we were able to do so um, and they said you know this has been a challenge for us but um, you know we had tools at our disposal to actually create a site and t- had the time to do the matching, so on and so forth but you know as part of your center uh you should be making tools for families to do this much easier and so we took that to heart and uh created Margin, too
0: i'm always impressed at how scientifically literate these families become uh on a very fast learning curve but how much scientific knowledge does someone need to actually be able to make use of this site fully
1: none <laughs> i mean we we we've made it very as easy as we possibly could make it in fact um, a, a family can literally transcribe exactly the report that they receive from their care provider. They copy down the results that they received from genetic testing from their care provider or a lab um, and, and, and enter all that into my gene too. So it do, doesn't really require any scientific expertise and, you know, we're available to help them and we've been doing so to date. And before I-, I just want to mention one other comment is that this, MyGene2 kind of converts a lot of the information that families enter into structured information. And that's not really just so researchers can determine whether the that the information is of use to them. It's also to help matching, because we know that a lot of matches are made between families, um, between families entered by clinicians and researchers that are inexact. And so using the language that families enter and converting it into a standard vocabulary that and researchers can use in making matches um, is one of the reasons that we do that.
0: Before I sit down to use the system, are there certain things I'd want to have with me?
2: Yeah, it would be useful to have – so if your doctor has, for example, written up um, something like a description of your – condition, that would be great. You could also just write in sort of, the symptoms that you experience as you experienced them. Um, and then the other thing would be if you had received genetic testing and you had been told that you had a variant that either unknown significant or they suspect that the variant is causal or even they know the variant is causal, um, that usually uh, they'll give the doc- your doctor um, a genetic test report. And so if you get a copy of that, the information in there, it can be like essentially directly typed in into MyGene2. And we have like a little guide, a visual guide that'll show you the specific, which pages to find different pieces of the information on the, in the test report.
0: Ultimately, the idea is to connect families with the same genetic mutations together and to clinicians who have worked with patients with the same genetic mutations. I, I know the system is young, but have there been any success stories yet? Have you been able to match families with other families or clinicians yet?
1: Uh No, not through MyGene2 yet, but there, there's you know we, we just launched it a couple weeks ago, so there's only about 90 families in there. Um, and the power of MyGene2 it really comes from comparing large numbers of cases. So you know despite re- regardless of how well it's designed and um, how well we we develop matching algorithms and try to collect data from other sites as well in order to do those matches. The real power of MyGene2 and the real success of tools like MyGene2 is going to come from people being willing to enter their data. So hey. once there are hundreds, if not thousands of families using it, using MyGene2 um, or other similar tools, uh, you'll start to see lots of matches.
0: What do you hope the ultimate payoff for MyGene2 will be?
2: I think it's a couple things. Um, As, you know, obviously for the Center for Mendelian Genomics, our mandate is to discover new genes for uh, new genetic uh, conditions. So obviously we're hoping that we would be able to um, take advantage of information that we and other people are sharing um, through MyGene2 to identify new genetic conditions and new genes. Um, For families... Uh, ideally, this will really hope hopefully help them eventually get a diagnosis more quickly, uh, because they can if they match with another family that has the same condition or a researcher who is studying that condition, um, that will really help uh, hopefully speed the process to making a making a discovery, which then gives them a diagnosis.
1: I mean, another way to look at it is that um, you know we, to date we've described about 8,000 of these single gene disorders, and we found the genetic basis. Um, of only about 4,000 of these. So there's still at least 4,000 more disorders for which we don't understand what is the genetic basis. Plus, we, we think that there are probably thousands more genetic conditions that have yet to be fully described. And these conditions are very rare. And ultimately, the only way to find, to find the genes underlying these conditions is to identify multiple families with these conditions. So my gene too, we think, can go a long way toward identifying families with these conditions, if not facilitating discovery. The other thing is that, you know, as Jessica mentioned, there's there, you know, we know that most families that undergo exome sequencing um, don't reach a diagnosis. And right now, um, these data sit siloed, you know, typically uh, either at the providers who did the exome sequencing, or at the institutions um, where the providers are the Order the test. And so, um, you know, what we would hope is that not only can families discover, contribute to the gene discovery process, but everybody who's undergone exome sequencing who didn't get an answer um, can get their own data and put it into my gene too, and ultimately dramatically improve the diagnostic rate of exome sequencing.
0: Michael Bamshed, Professor and Chief of the Division of Genetic Medicine and the Department of Pediatrics at the University of Washington and Seattle Children's Hospital. Jessica Chong, one of the co-leads of the mygene Two project at the Center for Mendelian Genomics at the University of Washington. Michael and Jessica, thanks so much for your time. Sure, thanks. Thanks for listening.